Hey there. We would like to open this by thanking some people like Tedador, like Robert Lutzner, like Sean Holloman, Daniel Mesa, and Matthew Bariza. All of these are people who have gone to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv and kicked in some money. Uh, it really helps us continue doing these shows. Uh, we appreciate everybody who has done so in the past. Once again, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, which is a first-person shooter developed by Machine Games and published by Bethesda for current-gen systems in 2017. Uh, what? It's a Colossus. Oh, it's okay. the Colossus oh, yeah, from yeah, the X-Men for, Arcade. For, I love it, yeah. It's uh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's well, the New Colossus. Welcome to Die. Yeah, welcome, uh, welcome to Die X Men. Um, there's two things about this episode. One, uh, it was executive produced by Bill. Thanks, Thank Bill. You, Bill, we met Bill in uh, real life. Bill's great. Hmm. Um, two, this is a premium episode for this month. Yes, it is. So what yeah. that means is you will uh, everybody gets the generalities here on the Belbic feed, uh, but the kind of beat by beat section uh, is going to be for patrons. If you're a patron, you will get the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. Which of course we encourage. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is uh, a sequel. In this game, you play as William B.J. Blaskowitz. Uh, he's never called B.J. No. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I was, I was kind of watching for it this time. I was like, yeah. why don't call him B.J.? Yeah, it, like, uh, I, I call him that in the notes because that's all that he's called in uh, in uh, the, the originals, you know, Wolf, Wolfenstein 3D. Wolfenstein. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. That, that's that's yeah. literally what I called it all the time as a kid because that's what my parents called it. Wolfenstein. Ah, so Wolfenstein 3D. The Wolfenstein. Things. The new Colossus. Yeah. It's really hard to break that. So yes, <laughs> just say Wolf. Everyone just wolf. says Wolf. Wolf Stone. Wolf three D. Yeah, it, um, it, it, yeah. But there he is, BJ. But here he is, Billy. He's Billy or William Yosef Blaskovich, mm -hmm. depending yes. on who's uh, who's saying it. Yes. And uh, you're returning from the events of the New Order to assemble and lead a resistance to the Nazis that have taken over the United States. Um. And this is difficult because if you remember uh, the mm -hmm. episode we did on uh, the New Order, which you should listen to before this one, if you're experiencing these games vicariously. Yes. Uh, you died at the end of that one. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> There's know? like a whole big sacrifice. Like he recites the poem, the Emma Lazarus poem, The New Colossus, you know, as he is mm -hmm. dying from a grenade uh, as a nuke is being launched at, uh, at Death's Head's compound. Uh, the yes. castle Wolfenstein. Uh, there's a little bit of retconning that happens here, uh, but Billy, uh, he has been bedridden in a coma for five months. Each of these games mm -hmm. begins after a horrible injury and a coma, which is very so many funny. Comas. 
<laughs> I think I feel like if you're if you're lucky, you get out of life going through one coma. Yeah. Like two comas? Now mm. you're greedy. <laughs> you know? You're just now you're just hogging all the comas from the rest of us. I know. I can go for a coma right now. <laughs> wait maybe until the end of this this whole business. <laughs> you know? Hey, just 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 skip forward in time. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, he 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 was blown apart by a grenade, and so he begins this episode in very bad physical shape. Um, mm-hmm. He is dying for basically the first third of the game, and that has like a weird mechanical, um, <laughs> weird mechanical repercussions, including the fact that for the first third of the game, you max out at half health. Yeah, there, there's three different mechanical states you go through mm-hmm. uh, in this game. One of the things that's really interesting about this. And, you know, again, uh, we, you know, start with thesis statements a lot of the time mm-hmm. is that uh, I think that this game is weirdly, like, significantly less fun to play than the New Order, but also better, like, mechanically and narratively integrated. Yeah. Like, the 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 stuff with the different body states you go through, which we'll talk about, is actually really kind of deft and good. Mm-hmm. It's like the level and <laughs> encounter design isn't as good. And to me, it makes it suffer. Like, I have never, you know, we'll talk about a lot about the narrative. Like, the body of this episode is going to be mostly talking about the story stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, in part because the uh, the gameplay is no great shakes. Yeah. In part also because the story stuff's a fucking astounding. Yeah. Like, it, it It's, uh, you know, not to, like, jump ahead notes, but it's like, mm-hmm. it is, this is my experience. You know, a lot of people describe playing shooters as this thing where they uh, get through the shooty parts to get to the next story. Mm-hmm. Bit. And I've, I've never done that. Like, I've usually rejected that. You know, like, if I'm playing Half-Life 2, like, I'm there for both. Yeah. In this game, I am working for the fucking weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want the next little bit of narrative because it's so goddamn deft and good. I like this crew so much. Um, you know, it, it's so well written that you just kind of have to shoot through these things. Uh, you know, these different states, these different kind of body mechanical things all end up feeling like weirdly like set dressing mm-hmm. on your way to get to the narrative. Yeah. Like this. this is a worse game, but a better overall and more memorable experience, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and um, like, it's a bummer to say it's a worse game, but like that you can really tell like where machine games head was at when they were putting this together. You know, and you yeah. can, you know, it, and it puts that kind of right on front street by making you go through some of just the worst levels and shooters at the start of the, this. The, be- the beginning of it's really rough. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So in in you know, this is very similar to the first one. There are major differences. Mm-hmm. Um, in broad strokes, uh, this is a mix of kind of stealth and uh, kind of outdated corridor shooter. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, non-cover system based shooting mm-hmm. um the uh the trick that they repeat um from the first game and use a lot is uh encounters have areas where it is stealthy there is a commander enemy who will summon waves of enemies and your job uh your goal even though this is you know difficult is to stealth up to the commander and kill them and then clean up his his kind of the regular patrol mm-hmm. uh, before he can get off an alarm and turn it into a big exploding hectic dual wielding shotgun nightmare yeah um, and it's hard to explain why, but I found this game to be harder than, it's than way harder. the new order, than the new order, yeah. you know? So yeah. I started on, you know, like the, it, it's, it's <laughs> the new ardor from the, Wolfenstein. The, the... <laughs> like... Oh, my love Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no. I, so I started, you know, because they they give you two medium difficulties, which is which is nice. So it's like yeah. you know you know medium for experienced players and medium for casual players. Like yeah. about a third of the way through the game, I had to bump down to the medium for casual, and then for the last encounter, I had to bump down to can I play daddy um, in yeah, order to, you- in order to make this happen. It's fucking brutal. Like yeah. I never went through um, on the fir- my first playthrough. I started on medium for experienced, and was there until about the last third. Yeah, uh, and then switched to the second easiest mode. Mm-hmm. And then for this one, I was just like, I got nothing to prove. I beat this game before. I'm just gonna go through on the second easiest mode. Yeah, and the second easiest mode is a normal mode. Yes, like in this game, like they are really weirdly mislabeled. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a much harder game. Yeah. Um, enemies spot you way more easily. Uh, you die very quickly. Um, it doesn't yes. take very much to get you. Um, health pickups are few and far between. Um, it's very difficult to determine where shots are coming from. There were lots of times where somebody was just unloading shot- a shotgun in- into my back and I didn't realize it. Yeah, yeah. It's it, That is such a weird, like, that's a problem that has been solved in video games, I feel mm-hmm. like. And it's, I, I would love a, some kind of standard standard for that. Yeah. Cause that, that's a consistent bugbear, mm-hmm. you know, in, uh, in, in video games. Um, the, uh, and in this game, it's a huge problem. A lot of times when it happened to me, it was because an enemy was on a different Z axis. Yes. Like an enemy is shooting me through the grates in the, you know, <laughs> in the floor for them. And I'm like, well, you know, that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. But also like, I don't know. Show me like, I want, I want a standardized death cam. Like here's what killed you. Yes. You know, in any video game, like here's how yeah. you die. In addition to like a clearer, you know, arrow on the screen, the, you know, the yeah. red arrow that shows you, Hey, this is the direction, you know, and maybe, yes. maybe alter it for, for above and below, you know, it's like, I yes. understand like maybe, you know, it's not realistic to have all of that information perfectly, but also I don't know prize fun um over yeah, yeah. over realism and you know there are lots of options give people who want to turn that off the ability to turn it off i would argue that this game uh is not very concerned with realism no <laughs> uh, so yeah, explain that, please, please make a case yeah, by case point yeah, yeah. How do you think no. um i i think that uh you know to its credit right mm-hmm. so like when it makes those those nods toward realism, mm-hmm. which it does mm-hmm. in a couple ways in cell system, it's to its detriment. Yeah. Like the ways in which this is outsized and prioritizes fun in the narrative, it does the opposite in the mechanics. Yeah. And it's a, it's weird. Yeah. It ends up being a weird experience mm-hmm. um, because of that. Um, so you got, uh, you know, we'll talk about that more in detail, um, you know, kind of like an encounter encounter based on like how that happens and why that happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, but in broad strokes, like the, the things that contribute to it, um, you got like a segmented health bar. So you have some, some regeneration, you've got an armor system. Mm -hmm. Um, you do those through pickups, not through resources. You get those, uh, from the environment. Mm -hmm. Um, you, uh, you have weapon customization. Um, for yourself, but it's a little bit different yeah. than before. Um, you do, uh, you, there are like the weapon perk <clears throat> system where it's like kill three dudes while doing a slide yeah. to get things, but you also just straight up pick up weapon upgrade mm-hmm. points uh, more frequently, and there's kind of a greater emphasis on that. Yeah, you have more options as as opposed to just like giving, getting, a, you know, an um, alternate fire. You can yes. upgrade a single weapon multiple times, and these are by and large pretty meaningful you know like suppressors really suppressors are really important like the nail gun upgrade to the machine pistol is the uh, nail gun thing is great i love it <laughs> yeah um 
sound sounds really good mm-hmm yeah um, uh so the first game uh you know you had a special weapon called the laser craftwork it was kind of this uh laser gun that was upgraded over the course of the game it kind of started as something that lets you destroy uh particular um surfaces in the game um here that is actually replaced and really really scaled back you are given the diesel craftwork which is like a sticky bomb thrower like a grenade launcher kind of thing um, mm-hmm. and it, instead of having upgrades that come to you over the course of the story, it's just a regular weapon you always carry around that will blow open certain things, but you, otherwise you just, you just upgrade it as usual. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, uh, and this is, instead of being a, a smaller laser that you hold to cut things, mm-hmm. this is just one big laser blast that will melt yes. whole walls and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, and it plays a dubstep drop. <laughs> it is uh when it does it oh um, this and the ones you can pick up from enemies like both of which have this is like a minor dubstep lowercase dubstep the, the, and the, the, laser, the big lasers could, because the diesel crap which is just uh is, is just a, a, a what am i thinking a, of? a grenade what's launcher. the name of the what's the name of the uh the replacement for the laser craft work i i never picked it up i don't know like there's the heavy weapon one that does play the that that does play the uh the dubstep drop the yeah 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 yeah. yeah. but like that that is one that you pick up in the environment and you have to drop it it makes you move more slowly etc i was real man man that is such a satisfying uh just i don't know tactile experience yeah yeah. Uh, firing that thing it's a real it's a really good weapon feel yeah, there, there's something, there's some uh, kind of little disagreement here because you get the laser craft work. Do you? Like the weapon, or I I picked it up. Oh. Um, and <laughs> I, I had hand grenades, but I did not have a launcher Oh, uh, for this. I wonder if there's like a thing where you get different weapons depending on who, what history you choose. So that's a thing, right? So you did Fergus and I had Wyatt. Yeah. So yeah. that might be the case. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I had, I had the laser craft work thing, but it was different. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a variant. I'm just kind of taking, yeah, it's a, it's a Wyatt. Huh. So it's a timeline thing. Interesting. Yeah. I had a laser gun. Yeah. Okay. No, I, yep. So th- th- there you go. <laughs> yep. I, I had no idea. <laughs> the, the, um, Nothing yeah. that I read anywhere explained that that was a, that was a repercussion. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird little minor thing. Wow, look at it. We're learning. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because I, I, I played with um, the Wyatt timeline the first time I played it. Uh-huh. And I just, you know, forgot about that thing because most of the mechanics in this I found kind of forgettable. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you start out with a, with a lowercase. So if you do the Fierce timeline, you have a laser craft work. Um, it is uh, minor. It just shoots one beam that melts crates and doors instead of like it being a beam you hold. Right, uh, and it makes a minor dubstep noise, and then mm-hmm. the heavy weapon one you can pick up makes the big dubstep noise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, all the huh. big weapons are pretty, uh, pretty satisfying. Like oh, even they're the, awesome. the the anti air the anti aircraft uh, cannon you yeah, can yeah. carry. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. The the flame, you know, they're all very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so in addition to this, kind of partway through the game, um, like in roughly the last third, mm-hmm. uh, you choose one of three mechanical upgrades. Billy. Um, we'll talk about that when we get there. Um, in a general broad stroke sense, I think these are pretty underused. Yeah. Like they're fun, but they mostly end up being new kind of pathing uh, yes. through the level. <clears throat> and it is portrayed as a really big deal. And I don't know that the play actually matches it. Um, you know, I, I had a feeling like, oh, I maybe I'm not doing everything I need to be doing with this. Yeah. But I was I was trying. 
mm-hmm. you know, like I was trying. It's it's weird because uh, like they, they don't get you into different, you know, the traversal aspect of them don't get you into different places. They get you to the same place just through a different door, uh, yes. which is weird. You know, and sometimes they, a shortcut. Yeah. And sometimes like tactically advantageous. Mm-hmm. But I, I found that, uh, and this is, you know, kind of part of the core issue with the gameplay in this, is that I found they, the the upgrades you have and some of the game, the narrative and what people are talking about in the game, lend itself to like a slower, more tactical play than I ever ended up doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was having a really hard time with this, but I didn't feel empowered to, you know, look for positions and uh, choose my my shots and stuff like that. It was more like, try to do stealth fail at it because it's mm-hmm. really hard in this game and then have this fucking like absolute mad dash <laughs> you know incredibly touchy frantic run around try to get health try to kill enemies and prioritize enemies which was fun it was just overly harsh it wasn't this thing that i wanted to have be like slow and careful right the way that the the upgrades seemed to to imply they should be once the alert went up, it kind of became a little bit like Doom, where if I was not moving, I was dying. Yes. You know, and the, and the reason for I think that they want you to be a little bit more slow and cautious and use cover and such. Mm-hmm. But there's no cover system, and the uh, enemies seemingly come from a lot of different directions. I don't mm-hmm. know when I'm getting hurt. Yeah. So my, uh, you know, as opposed to, like, no area to take cover felt safe. Yeah. Like, a lot of cover is destructible. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this so it, it was this thing where it became like really difficult doom mm-hmm. as soon as the alarm went up like get to that fucking commander and <laughs> i might have to soak some damage to do so yeah you know and hopefully can pick up enough armor and health after the encounter to be okay for the next one mm-hmm. um yeah so you're not running an armor or health deficit from encounter to encounter because you can like you can really screw yourself over if you end yes. up bottoming out and oh oh boy no med kits no yep. no, <laughs> no like vests that i can pick up it's just plus five armor plus five armor five armor and then like gruffling you know scrounging for donuts to gruffle exactly yeah, yeah. I, I it auto saved with no additional health around yeah. yeah you know so yep um so th- there are lots of collectibles here that is similar to the first game you know some of them are uh just you know, documents you can pick up which are always really good there are like records you can do enigma codes come back uh but they actually like work them into uh the play which is strange yeah they drop off of every commander they're not just hidden in the environment and you can use these on the enigma machine on your u-boat that you're you know <laughs> that the res- resistance commandeered uh, to find the locations of these uber commanders and this lets you go back to um, places you have been before to basically do different configurations of these um, stealth sections and yeah. these combat arenas to, to get kind of minor upgrades and yeah. these like almost level remixes mm-hmm. uh, that you can do um, i didn't do a lot of these no um, i did a couple of them um, but I don't really, I consider them kind of be like bonus mission. Yeah. They, they felt a little bit like Croft. I did more of them the first time I played, mm-hmm. uh, than this time. And there are some of them that are neat. Uh, one specific one that I want to talk about uh-huh. that I think is clever. Um, but for the most part, I found these like a little bit like, yeah. you know, or there's, just, there's two of them that I think are neat. Yeah. Uh, but. I just, I wasn't champing at the bit for story light play heavy. <laughs> you know, Ex- this, exactly. Like that, that's like, you know. You know, it's it's a, in a different game. I would appreciate these more. Yes, I think. Yeah. Um, and you can it it wants you to to do that to engage with the the mechanics because you can go back to any level you want and run it as many times as you want. 
Um, you can go back not only just through the Uber commanders, but you can go back through old levels and just do them. Yes. You know? Um, cool. It could, all right, you know, yeah. Again, <laughs> yeah, again, if that's something that you're like really interested in, I'm glad that it exists. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It wasn't my, it wasn't appealing to my experience of the new Colossus. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, you know, it definitely seems like something that is there for somebody who wants to you kind of run up the difficulty pole, you know, to a yes. certain extent. Um, but I'm not necessarily there for that. I don't, I don't see how I could, with my priorities, derive enjoyment out of that. So, yeah. Um, one thing that they did do, uh, that is a mechanical improvement is that they removed boss encounters, Gary. Yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) end, there is a, there are some unique enemies you fight at the end. Yes. There's kind of like a double trouble enemy, but it's mostly like wave based Mm -hmm. encounter based stuff. Uh, there's no like London monitor horse shit. Right. You know, uh, which is good because those mm-hmm. were bad. Yeah. In the new order. And it's and people were disappointed at that, that they decided not to do it. Um, you know, but like, hey, if you can't if you can't get it right, then just pull it out. It's fine. You know, yeah. lots of other shooters have gotten rid of boss fights and it's been OK. Yeah. You, yeah. you have permission. Yes. In a shooter. Yeah. And only in a shooter. Yeah. Um, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. So the timeline split continues. Um, you start off like kind of choosing which timeline you want to be in with the Wyatt or Fergus timeline, which one you saved and which one you sacrificed in the first game. Mm-hmm. And those characters go on. Uh, in Fergus's case, like in Wyatt, it's they, they, they go on to be comic relief characters. Yeah. It's just like what kind of comic relief character <laughs> are they going to be in the new Colossus? It's, it's um, really funny because, because they, you know, made both of them disposable they set themselves to they set themselves up to do a lot more work if they wanted either of them to be a serious character who was like the core of your team to replace Carolyn yeah. who passes away early who was killed very early on they have to bring in a you know just another character who is you know comma between both campaigns right and so yeah. both of these really important characters who were there with billy since the beginning they are kind of sidelined and while i like ultimately what happens with wyatt uh mm-hmm. you know side so to the wyatt timeline it's it's a little rough it's rough going in the beginning <laughs> with yeah it will talk about specifically what what happens to his to to, to his character but yeah you, you'll have to remember remind me because it, it's been a while since i've done it um Fergus's is ridiculous <laughs> like it, it is it is a broad comedy Mm-hmm. Uh, thing that feels like it's out of nowhere yeah and it it ties into the tone of the game which is you know more story forward but also much more comedy focused yes and that sounds like a damning thing and i don't think it works with fergus i am surprised by how often it does work mm-hmm. like i laugh a lot during this game yeah um there, there are many laugh out loud scenes like it's doing you know if the first game was this high wire act between um kind of so- the somber reality of world war two and this like macho Nazi killing kind of feel good revenge tale. Mm-hmm. This is a different kind of higher, you know, high wire act between, and that pushed both sides even further. Yeah. Um, you know, so the, the kind of somber, you know, not only are we dealing with the somber reality of fascism, we're also dealing with the somber reality of collaborators Yeah, and, you know, uh, permission through, you know, in action and mm-hmm. stuff, which is a way more profound and serious thing. And we're dealing with other populations, yes. you know, that deal with this. We're dealing with uh, uh, kind of a condemnation of America mm-hmm. in this. That is a bigger thing to lift. 
And on the other side, instead of just being balls to the wall action, which is pretty easy to do, we're doing really wild sci-fi, like more <laughs> wild sci-fi, bigger laughs, yeah, like bigger goofs and stuff. And it still manages to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's still very impressive to me. Yeah, Like it's a weird thing. Like the mechanics of this game are way worse. It is less fun to play. I like the story significantly more mm-hmm. uh, than the first game. Uh, and find again, you know, I was, I was working for the weekend, like found myself playing for the cutscenes. Yeah. Which is, which is wild. Um, that's not usually how I play. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that, that is way out of character for you. Yeah. Super out of character. I've been replaced by a scrawl. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the, uh, uh, so that story forwardness is going to be mostly what we talk about. And it's, it's like uniformly excellent. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing where I think that like the voice performances and characterization are, some pretty, uh, you know, almost best in class. Yeah, kind of shit going on in this. Like, it's, is Gra- how how good is Grace? <laughs> Grace like, is so good. And like, you know, yeah. Horton. I love Horton. He, he, I he's, love Horton. He's, he's he's a really good addition to this. Like, so much of what they bring in is really really outsized. Like, it's basically yeah. like a cartoon version of. Okay, they've got a representative from every population group that would have been oppressed under 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 the nazis and here you just have like an avatar of them who is expressing yeah. that in the in the kind of broadest loudest sense but yes. you root for every single one of them it's it's they do yeah it's it's a weird thing that it would be very easy to make this not work yes you know and what's interesting like when you know we talk about development we'll we'll talk about that a little bit as well mm-hmm. is that this studio have talked about it before as if they do have different teams yeah like they have a gameplay team and a story team mm-hmm. right um and that is so evident like once yeah. you know that it just locks into place and like <laughs> The story team are doing some of, again, the genre's best work right now, mm-hmm. I think. Like, and I know that's a big exaggeration. Like, I haven't played Disco Elysium yet. I know that there are higher-minded games. I think for what this is trying to do, mm-hmm. this is just some of the most, like, depth, uh, deft and, like, really pretty exciting kind of writing and characterization mm-hmm. that's going on in modern games. Yeah. You know, incredible shit. Mm-hmm. No disagreement here. No. Yeah. Um, so Billy, you know, ends up being incredible incredibly well characterized and deep way deeper than you might think you get to see a lot um, of his past and we had a lot of good stuff to say even about the new orders version of billy um yeah. you know just in terms of again walking this this tightrope between this really macho kind of uh you know execution <laughs> he, he he exists macho outwardly but we get a real good sense of him being you know just kind of this sensitive almost like poet warrior kind of guy yes um there yeah. as well mostly by getting a lot of his inner inner dialogue here here we get a lot more of his past and we kind of get we we get a broader picture because we are returning to america of where his values come from and why he stands athwart nazism because yeah. he saw the roots of it as you know far back as his childhood and his and his family right yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, it is a certain kind of perspective on what an American ideal can be, mm-hmm. and by contrasting it with different aspects of American reality, uh, it stands up a lot stronger. Yeah, right. Like he was always supposed <clears throat> to be that, like how Americans want to be. Yes, you know, like uh, you know, just this like, I I kill Nazis. That's what I do. Like mm-hmm. they're evil. They gotta go. Yeah. Um, 
this game is the game where uh, it reckons with the fact that that's not really what America <laughs> is right. or does. Yeah, and like... it's ultimately like an incredibly hopeful game because the the message here is that like, hey, all those things that are just kind of like, oh, that's the way it is. It doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. you know, like and there are multiple points where the characters just tell you that. Yeah. Like you don't have it doesn't have to be this way. You don't have to be that kind of person. Right. Um, we don't have to allow those kind of people to exist. Mm hmm. You know, and just let them push us around and do shit. Yeah. Um, it's it's a weird, it's like a weird, it's very weirdly hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Like I end up being like very heartened by this game. Yeah. And I'm not feeling too great about America right now, but I think Fuck that no. what, what what this what what this puts <laughs> what this puts forward, you know, is something that I generally feel as you know, a, a beaten down idealist, which is there's a promise that we have never fulfilled, but that means you know that that doesn't mean it's worth it's not worth trying to fulfill it. And yeah, yeah. Billy, you know, Billy kind of exists as like, you know, a, 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 in fiction, a, you know, a fictional actualization of what America says it is, you know, yes. which is which is good and a nice escape, even if it is kind of pure fantasy. Yeah, the work continues. Yes. You know, is it, kind of what you can take from this, even though this is, you know, it could have been a much more direct, uh, just kind of cathartic, like. Hey, isn't it fun to kill bad people because mm-hmm. they suck? And here's ways that they're they're currently sucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have been a lot less complicated of a view of that. The fact that they added the kind of complication to that made it be a little bit more resonant. Yeah, to me, like I'm also not particularly hopeful uh, about America right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, the kind of things that this game posits are uniquely American, you know, that I don't feel like are American ideals mm-hmm. of this are things that I think are part and parcel with being a good person. Yes. Um, you know, and I think that, uh, there's a lot that this game kind of says or pushes forward, uh, with being a good person and the kind of person who like understands the difference between right and wrong and does not tolerate wrong and mm-hmm. fights for right. Yes. You know, is something, and that's yeah. something that I really resonate with as somebody who, you know, is put on this earth to try to be a good person. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah. mean I'm always successful, but that's what mm-hmm. I'm here for. Right. You know? uh, g- g- generally, you know, you want to be incompatible with injustice. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this ended up being a really weird game because I this hit, um, you know, at a specific time mm-hmm. um, announced in June 2017, uh, released that October. And the development, uh, you know, went fine and was not intentionally, you know, it started before uh, Trump's election and. You know, yeah. uh, the the sexy new face of the alt right. Let's have Richard Spencer on TV. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, let's let, let's let, let's let's give all of these chuckle fucks MIT profiles. Right. Yeah. It it, it came before that, mm-hmm. but that ended up making this a, a day one purchase for me because I was feeling an intense need mm-hmm. for that kind of like catharsis and commentary. And even like I believe that this was not specifically meant to comment on it. Mm-hmm. It's fucking uh prescient though yeah i mean like, we talked about that uh, when we talked about the new order like you know this was this was you know a game that was a game that was unabashedly taking joy and killing nazis before people who've never punched anybody in their life were making memes about punching nazis on the internet yeah before i bought a shirt that says that right you know um mm. and this is like some of the dialogue in this is so deft in terms of commenting on that like there's a part where two <laughs> Soldiers are saying like, well, if they use violence to overthrow us, they're just as bad. And like <laughs> making that argument to each other. Yep. And then you get to walk up to them and use a hatchet in their neck and be like, yeah. oh, no, <laughs> uh, I, re- I reject, reject. Yeah. 
I reject that point mm-hmm. um, with this hatchet. Yeah, I see, reject you. Here's the thing: my actions are violent, and your ideology is violent. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There, there's a, there's a difference. It's not violence does not exist in a vacuum. You, you yeah. Know. Yeah, shit. And then, like, I love that conversation so much because <laughs> right after it, they talk about uh, hoping they get assigned to the same death camp <laughs> so they can still hang out. <laughs> it's like very funny. <laughs> like, it's really on the nose. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's very it's very hilarious, and it's the yeah. kind of shit that you know you before uh, we successfully no platformed Richard Spencer into Oblivion. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, it was the kind of thing that you would you would see. Yeah, you know, and people would actually make that argument, like. Mm-hmm. It's it's really amazing that this was not made with the times it was released in mind, and it, I think it shows a finger on the pulse of like mm-hmm. the trajectory. I mean, and also it's bit. it's rooted in history too. Like the things that this you know, so this is basically an expansion on a conversation that happens in the first game, basically where Jimi Hendrix, you know, a character who was only in the Wyatt timeline, kind of kind of upbraids. Billy for you know taking pride in America when America was the model for Nazi Germany in a lot of ways specifically Jim Crow you know mm-hmm. so like I think that they had their finger on the pulse just because they observed some very fundamental truths about America as you know partially a white supremacist experiment um, yeah you know and so I think that it's not like a broken clock thing it's a very well functioning clock that happened to line up with the times and you know they 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 just nailed it they 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 nailed it because they had the right perspective on it yeah yeah it's pretty cool yeah uh and you know the marketing you know they said they didn't mean to but the marketing leaned into it yeah to controversy because that was the that's the world we live in now and was definitely the zeitgeist in 2017 and what's funny is like a lot of it's like really hokey, like putting the game out with a tagline "Make America Nazi Free Again" or something like that. Like that's just yeah. that's just bad. Like, yeah, it's not that I disagree with it or whatever, but it's like I don't know. It's just not that clever. <laughs> well, and it feels a little bit like opportunistic. Yeah, but the 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 truth in it came from you know hundreds and hundreds of Twitter replies to that saying, "Don't make your game political." Yeah. And it's like it illustrated <laughs> its point, you know, that like yeah. the, the the window had moved to where like, yeah, it is a controversial thing to to say this. And mm-hmm. and I understand, you know, before you you know, some somebody in the audience responds to this, I understand that the people replying some of the people responding negatively to that were responding because they were saying you can't compare Nazis, you know, yeah. then to Nazis now. Mm-hmm. And I would say you you can uh, because they, you know, marched on Charlottesville with torches and killed somebody. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Richard Spencer, who is talking about this, like, weird, gentle form of eliminating black people mm-hmm. uh, from the country. Like, is is it better than what happens in this game? Is it? Yes. But there's a terminal velocity of darkness where, like, at some point, it's all fucked. Yeah. Like, I don't, I am not down for a gentler, less violent form of genocide mm-hmm. because the operative word in that is genocide. Yeah. So the, the, the hairs that these people were splitting when they were mm-hmm. complaining about that were fucking misguided and they were bad people to be splitting those hairs. Like that right, shit right. sucks. You know, they're just like, they, they, they're saying, oh, just, just because they're saying the same things doesn't mean, you know, doesn't mean you can compare them to things that actually happened. And it's like, no, it's worth, it's worth criticizing that because it all leads to the same place anyway. And yeah. guess what? A lot of the people who were raising, raising that point would also have been on the bad side of this kind of thing coming up too. 
because it yeah. you know fascism way fascism specifically is a death you know it's a it's a suicide cult you know event, yeah, yeah. eventually it will it will chew through even the people who support it so fuck you yeah and the game shows <laughs> that as well yeah like and again in really depth way depth yeah. uh depth way is like the uh if i'm gonna say death so many times in this podcast i should really <laughs> learn how to pronounce it um <laughs> but uh th this game shows a lot of the nazis mistreating the collaborators mm -hmm. you know like you are lesser than like sucking up to these people mm -hmm. uh you know is not going to be good for you no no. You know, they're, they're, you're not going to be their equals. Like, mm -hmm. it's not how the philosophy of fascism works. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know it, and, it is a, a bankrupt in all respects philosophy. Yeah. And so to come back around to this, you know, like Bethesda was on the right side of history with this. And they pretty much kind of lived in that truth. And yes, they probably benefited from the controversy. But it speaks to, you know, this fundamental truth that the people who would go go about defending de de defending uh the current manifestation of white fascism here in America they that they misunderstand where you know how it works and where it will lead and yeah. you know they Bethesda just came out you know their VP of marketing is like hey Nazis are evil we aren't afraid to remind people of that we don't feel it's a reach for us to say Nazis are bad and un-American we're not worried about being on the right <laughs> we're not worried about uh being on the right side of history here so like yeah. they had a they had the right attitude about it and it lined up with the actual product that came out yeah uh in a way that is you know all the specialness of this experience kind of comes from that mm -hmm. or most of the specialness like yeah if i played this in a different time mm -hmm. i would still appreciate the characterization and writing and voice acting performances and stuff as a yeah. story uh the fact that i played this in 2017 you know post 2016 uh one of the you know dark like a really dark period and i'm saying that now in 2020 right you know it it, it is hard to to overstate how dark that felt for me um and uh that made this have just such a huge impact so there's a huge part of this that's like subjective yeah um in that respect so it's, it's worth saying that as well mm -hmm. not least of um how it works for people in germany um, yeah i really hope somebody who writes in for comments this month is a german listener mm -hmm. who can talk about the experience of this game coming out and what this meant uh in germany because it's very different yeah. So, you know, because of Germany's longstanding rules, you know, post-World War II, Nazi symbols were removed and key scenes were changed, um, including a really, really important one. Um, mm -hmm. And just general dialogue was, like, kind of whitewashed in a weird way. Like, they, they, yeah. they, they specifically just, like covered up the actual crimes that were happening by making what the enemy faction in this wanted really vague yeah yeah um which is uh which is a bummer it's mm -hmm. understandable i get it yeah but it's a bummer mm -hmm. um you know uh this is uh it's it's the same country where we had the bads uh in yeah you know, by commando yeah, same, same kind of same impulse like we have yeah. the bads here but you know but same same impulse mm -hmm. um eventually germany introduced something called the social adequacy clause uh to mm -hmm. their ban on nazi imagery so on a case-by-case -case basis they would allow that stuff to go through but that happened after the game's release yeah so, so that that will change and that's good there are two versions of the game that are sold in germany this is this is really strange so there is the localized version which has all of the nazi imagery and symbolism pulled out 
um you know like so but that is basically the the, the balderized version or whatever or whatever however you say that um they sell the international version which does not have a german language option um mm. to to the german market so you can play it not in german <laughs> um but with all of the nazi imagery and stuff still included it's very strange the, the trick is to get two TVs and two PS4s yes. and play them at the same time and make one of them translate the other one. <laughs> Create a feedback loop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah, um, yeah it, it's wild shit. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that that's, that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, the, the way that happened. Mm -hmm. um, the reception for this game is really positive. Um, you know, critically, it's been kind of split whether this is an improvement. Um, some people have the same mechanical complaints uh we do mm -hmm. um the things we're going to laud it for are pretty universally lauded yeah um even though in different ways is, is interesting i did kind of a survey of like the youtube critic intelligentsia that i like to follow and mm -hmm. their takes on this and a lot of the like the things that i think are unqualified wins are sometimes a little bit controversial yeah um specifically um you know what this game has to say about america and kind of the collaborator mindset with some people saying that it is too harsh and some people saying it's not harsh enough Mm. Um, and little kind of common ground in that. Like everyone agrees that the performances and everything are very good, mm -hmm. but the idea that this uh, Swiss studio is either doing a good job of presenting America or should have stayed out of you know, this thing that they didn't know very much about mm -hmm. is kind of split. Yeah. And that was really interesting to me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm for the, for the record, like I'm pretty all in on, on what it has to say. Yeah, um, this. I like. I, I wonder. I wonder how much of that. You know, I haven't seen the criticism, so I'm just putting words in people's mouths. But I wonder how much of that has to do with the fact that this might not be educational enough. Actually, the the, the fact that it might not include some really salient details about the way about the way that worked specifically in the in the in the early 20th century. Um, yeah, and like how much I am rounding up just because I I kind of know how plausible this is. Yeah, I, I think that um, that's that's part of it. Yeah, you know, um, and it's uh, it's even, but it's even down to like uh, what is considered outsized good and what is considered outsized bad. Okay, right? like the uh, the Hitler scene, which we'll we'll talk. We're going to spend like a half hour on. Yep, um, is uh, <laughs> like there are mixed reactions. Whether mm -hmm. that's like fucking incredible, yeah, you know, or whether it's like yeah, this is cartoonish and dumb, mm. you know, and I'm like. It, it's it's not because of the educational factor it's it's like a weird taste thing but because this deals with serious issues it's very easy to and i'm you know i'm sure we're doing this right like this yeah, is yeah. a critical misstep a very common one of when things deal with uh important issues elevating things that are your subjective experience to also be equally right. you know kind of germane to those critical issues and of equal importance mm -hmm. you know to it um there's some rounding errors that can happen yeah, yeah. with stuff that's about you know, the white supremacy and, and things yeah. that are real and current. And especially when you get white dudes mm -hmm. talking about it who don't know very much about it, like know a little bit and mm -hmm. don't experience it very much. Yeah. Um. So I want to put like a blanket thing, you know, on the entire episode, like everything I have to say about how I think this is good. Mm -hmm. If you're like, yeah, this does not do enough with uh, America as a white supremacist state. Like you're probably right. Like I yep. am, I'm speaking from a limited perspective. Um, you know, and it's uh, my, you know, it's the only one I have, um, mm -hmm. but just throwing a caveat on there that I am not an expert on white supremacist America yeah, um, or anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, if you're going to write in and say America is not, not white supremacist, you guys are being, you're, you're overreacting or whatever. I, I don't have time for that. 
yeah, you with, can peace, say that. With, with, with peace and love. I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not interesting. There's, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, go read. Yeah. Like there's, there's some stuff out there that is the reason why you have this opinion. You could read those same things and come to a different conclusion and that's fine. Go well. Yeah. Uh, but you're not going to convince us in a comment section. No. Of it. Yeah. Uh, there's DLC for this that I'm not generally interested in. Uh, the Freedom Chronicles, which they put out, uh, which has these kind of non-canonical scenes from the American Resistance. It's basically a mm-hmm. little story, like chap- basically new chapters of the game uh, that they put out with different settings and stuff like that. Yep, I, uh, I played these uh, when I first played the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're middling. Um, there are good parts in each of them, mm-hmm. um, which is real weird. One of them is very stealth focused, and I don't think it works. Mm. Like... The levels are better designed for stealth, but like, boy, is it hard. But like, um, you make something stealth focused by increasing the punishment for being found. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it, it's you have to be stealthy, but also it just ended up being a lot of reloading. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not great. My my favorite one of these is the uh, the football player, um, which also deals with you know with Black America. Mm-hmm. It, it will be up to everyone's uh, cup of tea specifically or their perspective whether it does enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that yeah. but i thought it was interesting yeah. like the things it does with it it also they're each based around one of um your upgrades to your suit and it does the best one the uh the ramshackles mm. uh the football player so that is my my favorite of those yeah. uh, because you can use it in battle and trample enemies oh yeah in the middle of a melee nice so, yeah mm. um so we did that episode about the new order um arcane has released and uh developed and released a kind of side quote to this uh, called Wolfenstein Youngblood, uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood, uh, which is a <laughs> game where you, where you, uh, you play as uh, Billy and Anya's twin children mm-hmm. uh, fighting along with the Paris resistance. Um, it's like the only arcane game I haven't played. Um, yeah. I'm just waiting for uh, it to go on sale. So me and Derek can buy it and play through it. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in it. Um, perception is mixed. It's one of those things where the things people said that they liked about it sounded like things I would like. Yeah. And the things people complained about <clears throat> didn't sound like things that would bother me. So mm-hmm. I know that's not, good criticism it just kind of it's enough to make me interested in playing it it looked interesting to me aesthetically so whereas this plays with like 60s psychedelia by this i mean the new colossus um uh, young bloods because it takes place in the 80s uh kind of Mm -hmm. uh ups the aesthetic to that uh to that era Mm -hmm. as well which looks pretty cool to me um yeah i'm interested in it uh but uh you know arranging to play stuff on co-op is hard especially when you don't like especially when gaming is is a mostly solitary activity for you yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, I love co-op more than competitive, but also my, my primary mode would be solitary activity. Yes. Yeah, Video games are for only for I don't. I don't. You. I, I already schedule enough things. I don't need to schedule a play session. No, no just, yeah. just for us. Yep. Video games are for solo. Yeah, yes. Um, they also put out um, a VR game slash experience thing. Uh, Arcane worked on that mm-hmm. alongside um uh oh gosh the the young bloods uh mm-hmm. called wolfenstein cyber pilot uh kind mm-hmm. of it takes like a kind of a prequel to that where you are playing as you know a member some of the of cyber pilot yeah some kind of cyber pilot uh you're playing as mm-hmm. a member of the resistance uh who is basically hacking into and controlling the nazi mechs and robots that you find um mm-hmm. it's a lot of like rampaging down streets and shooting people it's a little bit like a rail shooter uh it's very easy but it is fun, you know? It's fun, short. The only bad thing that I have to say about it is that it is, you know, too slight for its $20 price tag. But that is the case for a lot of VR games where it's just, man, that was a lot of money for not very much. 
Um, yeah. But um, I don't know, like uh, v, like VR is really good for mech games, and that's what you have here. So mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a weird thing because the uh, when I read about that, I was just never going to be on board for a mechanical focused mm-hmm. machine heads Wolfenstein game. Yeah, you know, like it's just it's just not what I'm interested in. This I want the story to continue. Mm-hmm. I want to spend more time with these characters. Like I want the thing to advance. Yeah. Like the uh, you know the the story and world to advance. That's kind of what I'm here for. Uh, I, I mean, I care most about the Crystal Circle. You know, the like yeah, the, the specifically exactly. the group that you get in the mainline people. That's probably a little bit why I'm not too crazy. Like I'm not champing at the bit to play Young Bloods because it is yeah, it, yeah. it is set so much later and it is not continuing the you know specifically Billy and Anya's story. You know, yeah. the 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 two things I'm invested in this are the main things are the Chryso Circle and then also the alt history stuff. Yes. You know, die, die kefir mm-hmm. and shit like that is fucking great <laughs> yeah. to me. Um, and all of those little details are catnip mm-hmm. to me. Like all of the ways that, uh, what would a Nazi occupied America be like? Yeah. You know, what would a Nazi, what would a Nazi occupied Paris be like? Mm-hmm. You know, like well, that, I mean, that, cool that, that me. one actually happened. <laughs> Oh, but no, 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 Cole. don't be silly. It's a video game. Okay. Um, the, the, yeah. Cool. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Uh, but just like, you know, in the eighties. Okay. Yeah. What would it be like with a tears for fears soundtrack? <laughs> you know, but, but like, what if everybody un, un wants tear in, you know, yeah. uh, but, you know whatever, uh, tears for fears in German is. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Der just tears for fears. Uh-oh. <laughs> don't turn around. Der Karmasar is in town. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, um, the actual like eighties Nazi. It's not about Nazis. Um, uh, I don't think actually. Uh, I don't know Falco. Vil de Veltregiren. Everybody wants to rule the world. There we go. Something like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> thanks. Cole's thanks, just showing Google. off his silent keyboard again. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man. As per usual. <laughs> um so that's the uh that's the main episode or the the generalities here uh if yep. you are uh listening or if you're hearing this you're on the public feed uh join the patreon at five dollars um if that seems like a lot understand that you get not just the rest of this episode but every premium episode that we have done for this in addition to whole mm-hmm. shows like unfilmable yep. uh like uh, uh bonfire side chat bonfire side chat yep yep um and uh yeah like uh, it's more than a year of of these mm-hmm. so you know some people get cranky about that yeah. and they're like oh they put their best stuff behind a paywall it's like well you know save up a dollar a month for five months and yeah. then just listen to all of them it's okay mm-hmm. yeah you know um we got to make a living folks yep um so uh we appreciate the people who uh you know who who decide to try that mm-hmm. uh and do that if not hopefully you feel good about the uh the, you know we put out more we put out something every week yes you know on, on this feed so mm-hmm. and uh you know still getting everything something every week yeah um so we hope to see you there it's patreon.com slash duck feed tv thank you